Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. This is part three. I made it to California. I'm sitting here in San Diego right now, which is honestly like, it's like a not real land. It's so crazy. It's so crazy to think that like, I'm still in the same country, but it's just so different. I can't get over it, man. Like, oh God, I don't even know how to synthesize it because it's like, as someone who is an East Coaster, like life like this is only on vacation in my mind of like palm trees, of like hearing the ocean from your room or like um, just seeing like people walk around with like surfboards and stuff like that. And it's just so crazy to think that like this is a way that you can live if you choose. You know, when I was at my Airbnb in um, Omaha, Nebraska, my host was, who's actually from San Diego, but originally from Israel. She lived in San Diego for 34 years. Now she's posted up in Omaha, Nebraska. And um, so that was, you know, earlier on-ish in my trip that I saw her. And she was just like, go see as much as you can like on your way to California so that you could see that there's different ways to live like go see as many different ways um as one can live on your way there and it was such good advice and obviously like anyone who knows me like I am such a culture whore like I always want to accrue and accumulate different ways of living so that I can take what I want and leave what I don't want which is totally what I suggest for you anywhere you go if you see anything you like take it and anything you don't like, you just don't. And that's what's so cool about like the autonomy part of living, right? Um, anyway, so yeah, it's like really, really crazy. And it's just so crazy to think that like I'm here in Cali now. I was looking at myself on the snap map and I could see the water from where I'm sitting. I could actually see it right now. And this is a different ocean than what I was seeing at home. So at home, I lived so close to the coast that, you know, the water was on the ocean. Um, The Atlantic was only uh, like it was the Atlantic that I was near. And like I was so close to that ocean. And now I drove like so far that on the snap map, I'm as close to the coastline as I was at home. But it's the Pacific. And it's just so crazy. Like, I can't believe I drove through like three different time zones and shit. Like I again, like I'm not in LA yet. And yeah, like, do I have some anxiety? Yeah, I totally do. Like, I hope I really end up digging it. I've been there before, but I just it's different now. I'm going there to live and I really hope I dig it uh, when I get there. But anyway, um, I wanted to kind of say that if you wanted to do something like this, it is so doable. It really is like, I don't come from a financial surplus of a family, like monetary wise. I did this completely on my own. Like, I just want that to be known, not for the sake of like, look at me, but for the sake of like, if you wanted to do it on your own, you really could. It does take hard work. It does take planning and calculating and saving and maybe sacrificing like certain things. Maybe you want to go out and you just won't for like you know a month or whatever it is or you'll go out just like intermittently or whatever you spend your money on clothes whatever um but it is so doable and like my friend who also moved here it's the same with her like we did not come from middle upper class like definitely didn't come from upper class like she totally did this on her own she 
she found a housing situation here lucky for her it was furnished hopefully i find the same and stuffed like all the clothes and shoes and like room decor and books that she could in her car and just did it just drove here and so did i like you could totally open up a map and find a nice route or you could ship the car you know it, it i do feel like it comes out to the same money in the end it would probably be a little bit more expensive to ship but anyway i just wanted to say i it's so doable it's just really scary like that's what you know i was talking about with my pal yesterday who is also from long island who moved out here back in february so about four months ago where i was just like dude, it's so crazy how doable it is, but it's just so scary. That being said, you can do scary things and you can do hard things. It is doable. It's just ultra uncomfortable, which is so valid. Like again, like I said it again, I, I'll say it again and, and again. I totally get why people like who want to do something like this don't. Like I really do see it. Um, but that being said, if you needed validation to know that you can do hard things, you can do scary things, like, please let this, let this be it. And, oh, God, yo, I can have an episode on this alone. The amount of people who were naysayers about LA in particular is so fucking ridiculous. Like, I'll give you a real life example. The day I got here, the fucking day I got here, we go to a mutual friend's house and she has some friends over and they call like even more friends over. So like these people come over who like we barely know. And um, I was like, yeah, I just got in today at like 5 p.m. And they were like, I was like, I'm moving to L.A. And they were like, have you ever been there? And I was like, yeah. They were like, have you ever spent time there? And I was like, yeah. And they were just totally shit on it. And they were like, yeah, everyone's a snake, like blah, blah, blah. Firstly, the level of disrespect to, to say to someone's face something like that, it is disrespectful and it does take nerve. Like, I think it's very normalized. Like, maybe it's because I'm from Long Island. Like, I think it's so normalized to, like, shit on places to people who literally live there. But I will say that's disgusting fucking behavior. And it a lot of times I know that when people would shit on New York City, um, sorry to say it, it's because it chewed them up and spit them out and they're jealous or they just have unprocessed trauma around it of like it not working out for them or they're just like too scared to take the leap and check it out. Do not ever fucking listen to anyone like that. And obviously, I, or not so obvious, so the day I got here, I was pretty anxious just because, like, the road trip is over. Like, now I need to figure out where I'm living, who I'm living with, what neighborhood I'm going to live in, um, what job industry, you know, do I want to do. I do have a few trades under my belt, like bartending, I'm still certified personal trainer and my resume in that um, industry is quite competitive. I do have a bachelor's in kinesiology and I've had a good job. 
but it's an industry that I consciously wanted to leave. But that being said, I'm happy to lean on it if I need to. So, you know, in my mind, I'm like, do I want to go back into the restaurants? Do I want to? And neither. And here's the kicker. Neither of those are industries that I'm like dying to be in, right? Like I want to get more into production. I want to be training in the dance studios. That's also very expensive. California is very expensive. So you could see why like, and you know, not for nothing. Like I still have lingering thoughts in my head of like, am I going to get there and move in and just like totally fucking hate it? So in the mix of all of these thoughts, I, these two humans have the nerve to say something like this to my face literally five hours after I got there. And it's funny because normally, I just need some coffee. Normally, I um, could spiral from that. Like, I really could. I totally could spiral from that and have, like, an anxious, um, what's it called? Like, an anxiety uh not, not an anxiety attack, but just like a flood of anxious thoughts of like, oh my God, maybe they're right. But I, the trip, the road trip alone was like so incredibly healing for me. And um, I kind of got more grounded in myself where A, when, just before even having that interaction, just getting here and having the anxiety that I did, I was able to be like, okay, I kind of know how my fucked upness and my warped perception of reality work now. Usually, I'm very anxious at first, and if I give myself a day and I give myself space to feel those feelings and to feel the anxiety and to not shame myself for it and to validate it, I'll feel a lot better the next day. So that was in my window of that. So any thoughts that were coming up, I was very consciously, radically accepting, hey, I just feel like kind of uncomfortable right now or like, hey, I'm around people I don't really know right now and I'm like burnt out from the trip. So yeah, it doesn't like feel the best, but like just let yourself be. And if you don't want to partake in a conversation, just don't. Um, So I already was kind of in that mental state. So I knew that I was going to be hypersensitive to everything that day. And after that interaction, you know what I did? I just left. And I didn't leave just because of that. Like I was tired and I wanted to leave. I, I wanted to have left for like a half hour ago, like an hour ago, because I wanted to get into bed early and I just did it because I was having like a decent time. But I just like left because I was like, I don't have to listen to this. I don't have to be here. I don't have to be interacting with anyone I don't want to. Like that is so fucking dope to know that. And I feel like I felt more empowered to like kind of walk to the beat of my own drum, especially after like driving my ass through three time zones. But like no matter where you are in the world, you don't have to listen to shit. Like if someone is naysaying about, if somebody is yucking your yum, if somebody is convincing you that what you like, what you enjoy is stupid... I know it's easier said than done, but I just need this to serve as a reminder for you. You don't have to listen. You just don't have to listen. It's amazing. So anyway, that was nice. Um, People here are, (laughs) divergently, um, people here are really like kind, like 
just like in the street and stuff they like look at you and they say hi like even like really really attractive people like i fucking love it and um something that was like a felt like a profound moment we um were out me and maria were out with uh one of maria's roommates who they're actually from jersey so they're from the east coast and we were out drinking hard kombucha. Oh my fucking god. I thought hard kombucha was like kombucha mixed with like vodka or whatever. Um, no, it's just like fermented enough to get the alcohol percentage up high. So if you see kombucha already has some alcohol in it, I guess it's like if you let it ferment further, it just um, has even more. And I fucking loved it. I loved it. I loved it. It was so good. Such a good um, drunk. Okay, so anyway, I'm gonna get to like the main point, but like, yo, hard kombucha is so what's up. And like, for context, I'm a whiskey drinker and I'm a beer drinker. Like, those are like my preferred alcohol and wine. I do like wine, it makes me tired though. So, like, if you find that you're a whiskey drinker or you're a beer drinker and that like those alcohol forms um, go well with like your body, yo, hard kombucha, that's so what's up. But like, anyone should try it. Okay, so, um, there was this gorgeous husky, which is totally my preference of dog. And even its eyes were my preference. One was blue and one was brown. And I just fucking love that shit. I'm an aesthetics whore. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, I love the way, like, I'm not vain. I just fucking love beauty. But I also think that everything's beautiful too. So I'm one of those annoying fuckers. But anyway, I wanted to really pet the dog. And I was being like so shy. I don't know why. I was like, it was fear of rejection right like when you really boil down to it it was the fear of rejection and maria's roommate goes dude that's all your new york trauma like he's he's gonna let you pet the dog not that like they don't let you pet dogs in new york but like my experience me i just you i never know what i'm gonna get when i go up to people i don't know if i'm gonna get a fuck you i don't know if i'm gonna get a how are you like people are generally nice but clearly i there is some subconscious like rejection in there and it has to be from my environment in which i grew up in she was like yeah dude that's totally your new york trauma i can't believe how fast she saw it and like called it out was seriously like kind of gave me a chill to my bones and I was like dude like what the fuck like how did you peep that so fast and she's like I went through that when I first got here she was like everyone loves you here everyone's super kind and obviously you still have to keep your guard up and like I, I always will but it's a it's a difference in culture period Anyway, I went up to the dog and the guy was like, so nice and so smiley. And I'm not used to seeing men smile so much. I'm used to seeing people really smug, particularly men. And like, I'm not really seeing that here. They like smile and look at you and like wave. And I'm like, oh, hi. I I don't even know what to say. It's like a really, really good culture shock. I'm totally about it. Anyway, uh, yeah, one more culture difference. Yo, (laughs) the restaurant service is so fucking slow out here. Like, what the fuck? If you're starving, get a snack. If you're starving, get a snack. If you're starving, get a snack. Get a snack if you're starving. Because if you get there, if you get hangry like I do and you pull up, it's going to be a fucking minute. I don't know if we've just been striking out. I've only been here for a couple days, but like 
we've gone out a lot. Tacos, sushi, um, ice cream. I'm trying to think of other food. I can't really think of right now. It is like, like I, both restaurants that I went to, I was like, I genuinely think the server forgot about us. So get a snack if you're starving. Get a snack if you're starving. Get a snack if you're starving. Anyway, um, I'm going to wrap it up for now. I get to LA in four more days and I'll probably do a part four and close this thing out. We have such a special guest on the show. I'm so, I admire her so fucking much. We will find out in two weeks who that is. She's a mindfulness and life coach and she's a former, a former opera singer. Um, she's based in New York City. I'm just just I love her so much so yeah uh things are going super well and I'm just letting myself fucking enjoy it that's another thing I've realized that I like have a hard time letting myself enjoy because I'm just constantly waiting for the other shoe to drop which is totally trauma mama and it's like being out here like I've had so much time to think and reflect and like I've really had it hard like with the way I was raised with like my immigrant fucking parents like my incompetent ass parents like you know how unhealed they are and just like you know growing up with lack of money and stuff like that like I really haven't had it easy and like now that I see that like one can live like this like I dead ass yesterday I was having my coffee on the deck and I was like I just felt it in my bones that I deserve this. Like, I just do. And I was like, yo, just enjoy it. And if it does fuck up, deal with it when it fucks up. But, like, while it's good, soak it up because this too shall pass, right? Like, this too shall pass, I feel like, is something that applies to the good and the bad. It's all temporary. It's all going. It's all waves. So while I'm in a good wave, just soak it up. Soak it in. Yeah, I've just been thinking so much about joy, too, and I'm just so happy to say that I am consciously doing my best to live in it. Thanks for joining. I'll see y'all next week.